Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from June the 17th, 1989. The middle of June is here. We just got past our recent Clash of the Champions, which was a really, really good episode. So become a patron so you can get that. But for now, I am sitting here with Doc, and of course, Hard Body Hopper is late. But the best part about that is he was the one who wanted to start early. Doc, how are you, man, as we wait on the, on the superstar? Man, you're a prick. Okay. Are you sure? Are you? Do you want to know specifically why? You're just starting stuff as usual, but whatever. No, no, I'm going to tell the people. First of all, I'm doing great. Uh, the superstar is late, so the stars are in the sky. And, and water is still wet. Now, I'm going to tell the people on you. So we've been talking for a while now about how, you know, online school is just the devil, man. It's killing us, right? And But when you have people in your household that have some conditions, we're all trying to, you know, we're all just trying to get get through the day so we can be a blessing, right? So today... I'm on, I'm working and I got Latrell sitting next to me and he's asking me questions about work. And he's like, you know, and it's never a bad idea to show your kid that work's not a bad thing. And, you know, Hey, look, let me show you something. And it's kind of like something you know about. All right. And I showed him something, uh, that we do. That's kind of like something he's studying in school. And he was like, Oh, wow, that's cool. And I'm like, Hey, look, I can text Mike. Or let me tell y'all something out there. Mike treats everybody at the shoot job <laughs> like they're Tommy fucking rich. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Mike, I got, first of all, I said, woo, 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 you know it, because my kid likes Zack Ryder. Then I say, got Latrell sitting here. He wants to know who your favorite wrestler is. And I get back, I don't know. <laughs> Menace, great with the kids, for the people. <laughs> it's like this all day long, people. And you got to know, he's thinking about y'all the same way he's thinking about my kid. And that's why <laughs> Harper's late, and I'm always angry. It's because we're having to deal with this motherfucker. You think of this shit. Y- y- y'all send him in something, y'all don't get a reply. That's not true. He don't give a shit. <laughs> First off, 
you you love to DM me or, or instant message me when I'm in the middle of something. And the way my job works, I'm focused on what I do. And you always want to chit chat. So like I'm in the middle of something and I'm trying not to be rude and saying, no, I don't feel like talking to you right now because I'm in the middle of something. So I'm being as cordial as can be through instant message. And I just said, I don't have one. What do you want from me? Maybe you shouldn't let your kid on your IM at the shoot job. I didn't. I typed it in for him. Otherwise, well, maybe he shouldn't be sitting right there. It would have taken him three years to type that in. We'd still be waiting on him to get done. Now, look. Everybody knows out there that's working from home that we've got to we've we need to be reaching out in the virtual environment and keeping tabs with each other and, and building community. And then there's you, the curmudgeon. You're just a stone cold prick. I'm glad Tommy Rich just bitch slapped you and then did it again on uh, when he cut that promo on you. Well, he didn't do that, but anyway, he's on the uh, he's on his way to Texas. I heard. You know that was almost a month ago, and he still hadn't made it here. So what does that tell you? Well, it's a long walk. <laughs> I gotta give Armando Martinez credit. Him and a bunch of people tweeted to Luke, uh, telling him to book that match at Wildcat X Rated. And Luke replied to one of them. He replied to was Armando, and he said, "Man, I'll just be happy when we can run another show." <laughs> no shit. I mean, here's so, the thing, man. Uh, I love. I'm. I'm, I'm sure you want to kick me in the in the chin here, but I love having football back, even if it's terrible. How about them Cowboys? Shut up. How about them Cowboys? Look, I've told you. This this pandemic has taught me to be appreciative of football, even if it's terrible football. That ain't what his text messages say. But I tell you what I ain't going to do is go sit in a stadium with a whole bunch of germs. And I don't Did know you how you do live wrestling, man. A uh, bunch of some people drunk are doing people it. just yelling incessantly and spreading their viral load all over the place. No thanks. <laughs> Son of a bitch! That's what I would say. You got some, you got some jackass behind you that's just spraying the whole section with just nachos and Rona. Uh, thoughts and prayers dog since he's thoughts not and here prayers, dog good to have you on the show harper so here's Still the thing not here all right you always told me you always told me that you thought you could retire on one million dollars no doubt would, in my mind okay would you cheap as go I yes. a, a cowboy game in person for a million dollars oh yes i would that's no question i mean i go to the grocery store which i think is Having worked in a grocery store is one of the dirtiest and nastiest places on the planet. So, yeah, I mean, I do that on a weekly basis. So one cowboy game, I would r- have is. <laughs> no, you got to go. You know, the space you gotta go, I would have. You got to go in a Speedo and no mask. No, no, I'm going to wear a mask, but I would go for a million bucks. Come on, man. I mean, I'm not dumb. Jesus, a million bucks. Hell, I'd do it for 50 grand. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
out. Would you let a, what? Okay. Would you let for a million? Would you let one random stranger cough in your face? No, I don't know about that one. Okay. I don't know about. Come on, that's that's not only just not not just for virus purposes, but that's just gross all the way around. Right, but it's a no, million no, dollars, no. dude. I don't you're, know, man. I don't know. You're retired at that point. We'll just I don't we'll know. just have a we'll put all the names. All the seat numbers and sections in in Dutch's ball cap, and we'll draw <laughs> one out, and whoever that is will just come down and cough in your mouth. No, 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 no. Oh man, I I would have to I would have to work it like Dutch, where I knew the name that was going to get picked, and they were been tested. I would have to do the the wrestling way. But anyway, all right, here real quick before um we get into some other things, shout out to. Our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully, classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your patronage each and every month. And then uh, while we're waiting on Hopper, let me mention a couple of uh, either bump ups or new patrons. First off, I want to thank Jesse, new Patreon member. Thanks for joining our Patreon, Jesse. Uh, Jesse says he grew up on Mid-South and he uh, enjoys our old school classic wrestling talk. So thanks, Jesse. Enjoy the 200 plus episodes of filth classic wrestling and stuff in between on our patreon feed uh new patreon member murtag new he signed up recently so thank you enjoy those shows as well and lastly longtime patreon member ryan damon ryan glad to see you bump up your tier you've supported us for a long time enjoy all the extra stuff you're going to get by bumping up as well and if you're not a patron and want access to the clash of the champions that doc and i did last week you got to go to tinyurl.com slash patreon btt that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt how good, was All I, right. how good was I on that that clash? It was I was pretty hot, man. We were early in the morning, and I was just feeling it, man. Well, not to toot our own horn, but uh, toot toot. I think we were exceptional on the recent clash, and Hopper is on. So let me let me get him on now. I Fifteen think we minutes were great late, huh? Last clash. Yeah, remember the ground rule I said? Uh, no, uh, talking about replays that are they're going to show from the clash. Remember that, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, just wanted to tell you that. And uh, there he is, Mr. Superstar. Thanks for joining us hey. right at the bottom of the hour like you promised. I had to go to FedEx. For what? Unexpectedly. I had to drop it... something off. Uh-oh. Was it a urine sample? It was a mail-in ballot. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. They're not going to count those. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So, Doc. I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble tomorrow. I'm gonna get a. Why do you got to talk about politics? I'm like, well, Harper brought it up. Are you yelling at his punk ass? Yeah, I was. I was uh, clipping. I was clipping something for the YouTube channel this week, and it was the training video for the Midnight Express on the scaffold. Remember that? I mean, we, mm. that this is two years ago now. Uh, two and when a half. Through the pumpkin off the roof. It was that it was that that was an episode before that, but there was the it, this was the episode where the Midnight and Cornette and Big Bubba were training for the scaffold match. So they were in an empty arena. I remember they were climbing on the I scaffold. I remember that. Yeah. And Bobby Bobby Eaton's hilarious. I posted it on YouTube. Um, Bobby Why don't you go up there? He's like, I'm not going up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby. Bobby's crying the whole time. Jimmy, I ain't doing that. Jimmy, I ain't. It's the most you hear Bobby talk anytime. So. Um, where the hell was I going with that? I don't remember now. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, what the fuck, Michael? <laughs> oh, that's where I was going. That's where I was going. 
So <laughs> Harper on that episode kept talking about bump stocks and AR-15s. <laughs> and, and he wouldn't shut up. Bump, and literally so that he he so that he was hoping I wouldn't be able to edit it out. He was just he just kept going bump stock bump stock bump stock bump stock bump stock <laughs> like like a six year old <laughs> like a six year old and it hey. made me think to myself son of a bitch. <laughs> the best way to have gun control is to just have a pandemic because there's not anybody out in the <laughs> to shoot. Okay, here we go. Let's what? go. Um, uh, Hopper, how are you? Hanging in there or what? What's going on? Yeah. Uh-oh. He tell he sounds down, Doc. I know what's up, man. What's wrong? Nothing. No. Is what? it your is it your girl? No. Oh. Is it work? No. Is it not having wrestling shows? Oh. I'm just doing commentary. <laughs> Depressed Harper. Oh, oh man! Doc. We should. I don't. Know, maybe we should run shows in Texas where they don't, where they, they give zero fucks. What is? Yeah, Texas. <laughs> ah, it's just open up. Hey, come on hey, down. Doc, we need to get this show rolling. It, Harper's got Dodgers to watch in like an hour and ten minutes. Oh yeah, that's true. They won Game One, bro. Yeah, I think this is the year, my friend. I think it is too. I think this is the year too. It just sucks that they're gonna say, "Oh, well, that's the pandemic year." It's it's like when, because I remember when the Spurs like won their first one. It was a strike year. Yep. And they were like, "Oh, well, that was a strike year." So it was only like half the season. Yeah, fuck you, bro. That's a bull. That's a bunch of bullshit. If they yeah. play it, it 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 counts. Right. Because everybody was playing under the same rules, so it's yeah. I agree. It's not like one team. Got to play less games than the other yeah. in the regular season. It's, it's the same rules. Everybody's playing under the same banner. So college football is like that this year. That's a shit show because dude, I was the watching conferences. One of them, it was Houston was playing somebody, and it's like they were like one and zero, oh, and a team they're playing was like you know four and two. I was like, what the fuck? How they won it? It, it, it was the pandemic. They didn't play no fucking games. Well, I, that's what's. I don't know how they're going to do the playoffs because the yeah. Big Ten's just starting, and then the Pac-12 is going to start, and they oh. all have these shortened <laughs> seasons. And I mean, I can already hear. Look, you 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 guys know I'm an SEC guy. Harper is too. I can already hear some SEC team that had a ten game schedule that has a loss, but mm-hmm. some Pac-12 school that didn't play ten games doesn't have any losses, bitching and complaining. You want to see the Booker man jump in the action for jump into some action to see if they can uh, push the push the SEC into this thing. Watch what happens yeah. when it comes to the college football playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Holy, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a oh just wait just wait mark my words. Okay, Doc Harper's got some baseball to watch tonight, so we got to get into this. Uh, what what shout outs do you have? I have one mm-hmm. five star review coming from the. Pussy Wisp, the Vagina Wisp, says, I was done by the time Harper said the hurricane was two out of three falls in Lake Charles. (laughs) 
That's real classy, Harper. Oh, the, oh that's <laughs> when they stopped listening. No, it was a five star uh, review. They, 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 oh, yeah. they, meaning done is they were just dying laughing. I assume. So is hurricane uh, season over down there? Yeah, I think it's over, right, Mike? It's no, doesn't it? Be. No, it ends. It ends like the end of October, which I know. God was damn. There. So, so Harper, your girl, your girl's a bartender, right? Yeah. Are the bars full again? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, don't talk been, about too busy. I mean, they've been doing this deal where if you're open, you have to close by eleven. And they've been just kind of giving these bars uh, warnings, but I think they're kind of starting to enforce it now. Now that you know, hospital. are we are we rolling? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. We, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, I was about to say something. I was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> uh oh. By the way, hurricane season runs through November thirtieth. I was wrong. All right, November thirtieth. That's what it says. I'm looking at Fuck. it online. That's almost fucking December. Yeah, I mean, you generally don't have many that late in the year, but technically it can run that Okay. Late. I don't know, bro. I'm just waiting till after Halloween when those when a Halloween fucking cereal uh fucking <laughs> in, ends up at Big Lot for like a dollar, like the fucking uh uh Frankenberry and the fucking Booberry and the Count Chocula. <laughs> That's all I'm fucking waiting for. Oh, man, some of us are out here trying to hold on to our jobs and educate children in an online setting and make sure that our relatives don't die. And Harper's worried about the fucking General Mills collection down at the big <laughs> lot. I ain't paying four dollars for that shit. Fuck you. I, I'm like an alligator. I'm just going to sit there and wait. <laughs> sit there and wait till you get too close to that water, motherfucker. I ain't chasing after you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every week I think maybe we've tapped this th- this well dry. You know, maybe it's time that we move on and do something else and Yeah, because people's always like, oh well the fuck they had the Valentine's so they get the fuck that shit. They had the Halloween for the fucking Halloween cereal. Alright. <laughs> and then they got the Captain Crunch uh, Halloween one where it with the little ghosts and the milk turns green. What? You, got you're, the, on, you're on a show with a couple of adults. We're not sure what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but I mean, y'all, y'all got kids, right? They eat cereal. Mike? Um, yeah, but not whatever you're talking. I mean, like, my kids will eat Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, Frosted Flakes. Harper, what he's Nothing. trying to say is, you that what you're doing is white people shit. Oh yeah, I got a box of uh, LSU cereal. I saw at fucking Rouse's. <laughs> oh yeah, I took I told y'all that, huh? No, it was no. uh, champions championship crunch. It, it's like the it's like fake uh, frosted flakes. And someone's <laughs> like, what are they called? Uh, Coach O's? I'm like, no, not called Coach O's. You're right, Doc. We have not tapped this well yet. No. Harper's you just got the goodies. How many, Sometimes, do we how need many to record pod- a wrestling show tonight? I don't know. How many podcasts do you listen to? And you're like, man, you can tell they're out of ideas. 
Dude, like, when it comes to cereal, I'm like Jerry Seinfeld when he used to have a whole bunch of different uh, cereals. Like, that's all he, he ate on Seinfeld. That's how I am. We know from the Top cereal, top Cereals Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> he, he listed 100. It was a top five show. I know. I was all like, right. well, I like Wheaties. Does that count? Yeah. God, that's some white people stuff. And you I got a box your, of Wheaties downstairs. You got to get your fiber in, dog. Fuck, I remember when 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 fucking Wheaties came with the uh, NFL cards, and it was like the real NFL cards, like tops or whatever. And I and I got Joe Montana. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Joe Montana when I was a kid, bro. Oh fuck, I was. Well, he did steal a, a Super Bowl trip from me, so. Y'all didn't have to worry about shit. Like y'all just got pounded twice a, a year by him. I mean, but, fuck, he, he stole a fuck a lot of Super Bowls from people. I mean, he sure did. But I'm not, but I'm not worried about those those people. Well, you I know mean, that's what? Bad. You don't need to worry about no Super Bowls e- this year either, Doc. Oh this... my God, we're gonna get a home playoff game. Oh, is what you told me. Hopper, thoughts, Cowboys? Yeah, uh, I still what they played Monday night, didn't they? Yes. No, not really. Yeah. Not really. That, yeah, that, that was horrible, man. Fuck, what's his name? Kept fumbling like an asshole with his fucking nose ring. How many bitches <laughs> do you think he punched after the game? Oh, that's it's, nice. It's a shame. Stop he, telling you. he fumbled more than he punched. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is. And here's the thing, guys. I was going to say Cowboys 16-0 and in Super Bowl, but Mike said I couldn't do it. So then I went with the, oh, well, they'll go 8-8. Eight eight. Bullshit, pal. We're going 16-0, and Super Bowl. Suck it. Another year comes and another year goes where Doc is completely wrong. Um, we do need to talk some wrestling, though. Uh, should we get into well, it so Harper can I watch his baseball I thought we just to talk about our feelings so Harper would miss this World Series. <laughs> Let's hey, we got, hey. We're coming off the clash, Harper. Did you watch yeah. it? Even though you weren't with us, did you watch it? Just no. Know. Oh, okay. I'm not watching the one from the Pontiac Silverdome. No, this was a good one. It was a full house. Oh, was it? Yes. Well, I mean, it where was. was it? In someone's broom closet? No, no. It was oh, on- this was the the, the, the uh, guts and glory, the fucking armory one. That's right. Yeah. So. Let me ask a question, Harper. Did you uh, watch this week's episode? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Didn't sound too confident there. Mm-hmm. But... It did. <laughs> but, but we'll go with it, all right? Well, again, we're talking June 17th, 1989, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. And as Doc said, we're coming off the clash of the champions that we just did, Guts and Glory. Which was great, and um, yes, A and W is a title sponsor of this of this fine program, and I believe it fits. I do love some A and W root beer, and I also love. What's the last time uh, you saw a commercial for A and W? What the fuck does that stand for? Ass and weed. Oh, you see, just had to go there. What does it stand for? Someone will look it up and tell us when you do that. Send that Get to at CJH Hoodat or DM Hopper on Twitter um, yeah. or Facebook. And hold on. I you know, I forgot to talk about something. Let me tell Doc, let me tell let me tell you something. 
You Me? Both what did your, I do? Yeah, both of y'all. Hold on. Shut up. And I'm talking. You both put your foot in your mouths over the last few episodes. Doc, you said something about talking to the listeners the about way, Van Halen. Well, A&W stands for the two guys who founded it. Their last names were Allen and Wright. Well, there you okay. go. So, Doc, let me get back to this because I got a bone to pick with both of y'all. Doc, you said something about talking to the listeners about Van Halen. Let me yeah. remind you that you don't have I social media. to feel your love tonight. You don't have social media, so you have no way for all these fine people to get in touch with you. So... That's, so the 50 to 60 awesome. people who are DMing and emailing me to contact you about talking about Van Halen, I did not let's pass a, the message on. Let's start a Van Halen podcast. And then Harper said, yeah, brah, we supposed to do the Van Halen weekend Patreon show. That's right. We are. To which the other half of those 50 to 60 people are emailing and DMing me about to say, hey, when's it going to happen? So I'm pinning you Harper, two idiots down right now. When are we recording that? And I'm sorry if I didn't respond to any of your emails, DMs, or tweets or whatever. Doc puts his foot in his mouth. He doesn't have social media. So when you send me something and say, hey, tell Doc, Mike. It's not that Mike don't want to tell Doc. Mike just ain't going to remember. Y'all want to do it on a Monday no. night? No? no? Okay. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to ask Doc. Doc's got soccer and stuff, so I don't. Hey, here's y'all, the thing. Y'all still coaching? Uh, yeah, that doesn't go away. Oh. Except for you know, Mike turned into a deadbeat dad when when he just decided to stop. But um, That's some of us true. keep going. My kids are hey, have hey, aged if out, y'all, I'm ready to start a Van Halen podcast. So if you're interested in being my co-host, <laughs> let Mike know. <laughs> you will not get a response. Believe me. Uh wait. When 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 is this happening? As we watch in this stupidity with the dynamic dudes versus Snake Brown and someone else. Uh Snake Brown Ra- and the Raider. It's the Raider. That was a terrible drop kick by Johnny Ace, by the way. Yeah, well that's um, why he so, held the flag. So Doc, what what other night is there? <laughs> what other night is there? Well, there's a Tuesday, well, and then Sunday. after that comes Wednesday, and then after that's Thursday. So you need to say what day works best for you, because I'm... Oh, none of them. Okay. We'll figure this out after the show. We got a show to cover here. All right, so we're not at center stage real quick. We're at the Richmond County Civic Center in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, JR runs down a few things we will see this week, and almost immediately sends us to the ring. And during the match, JR announces that Nikita Koloff's wife... Mandy Koloff passed away this week, so R.I.P. No. Mandy. The New Zealand militia are out at ringside in the middle of this match with, um, look, there's even a card. Send flowers to Nikita Koloff's Fortress of Fitness. That was his fitness center uh, that he had. But anyway, um, we've got the dynamic dudes out there. Should be it. Should be at 3822 Chateau Lane. <laughs> The Dynamic Dudes defeat Snake Brown and, from parts unknown, the Raider in a nothing-happening match. Uh, again, the the New Zealand militia are out there stomping around. They're literally doing the Bushwhackers thing. Look yeah, at Yeah, no shit, huh? Look, look, look look how they're walking when they walk by the hog yep. camera. You see them? Mm-hmm. It's like they're a dollar bushwhacker. store fucking Bushwhacker. Dude, this is bad, but... That is I the got... indie turd, like, Mississippi wrestling version of the Bushwhackers. 
I got nothing else from it besides that. The dudes win. Doc, what do you have? The crowd didn't exactly love the dudes, but they didn't exactly hate them here either. I'm so over the dudes. and It's terrible. Don't get me wrong. And we've got months of it to come. It's you think Johnny just... Ace is like, hey, man. I'm, I used to wave y'all's flag around. Why do you hate me? Mm. No, I, I don't think anybody against... gives a shit about any of this enough to have any thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thought. I Man, just... I just I just want, like, one of the dudes to rip off their uh, first pair of shorts and just rip too hard and <laughs> just be <laughs> hanging dong, hanging brain out in the arena. What's what a stupid concept. We're going to get over with the kids with skateboards, but then I'm going to rip off my pants. Mm. Right. Yum. None of this is working for me. Uh, that's all I got to say. Man, did you hear JR when when it was uh, they were talking about Koloff's wife? JR literally, literally threw out the thoughts and prayers. Yes. He said the T's and P's. But that meant something back then. Right, exactly. <laughs> now it's bullshit. But back yeah, now then, it's that's... just fucking internet shit. Yeah, but back then that was heartfelt. <laughs> You're so wrong. What? That's so dirty. What? <laughs> He's so dirty. Back what? then it meant something. Now it's just bullcrap that they throw out on the internet. It is. It's bullshit. <laughs> Every time a celebrity dies, I get a text from Mike going, boy, the thoughts and prayers are flowing on social media. <laughs> Sounds riveting. Where, pin, do I sign up? Pin, Where do I sign up to get an account to this social media? Don't pin this on me. <laughs> I just call things like I see it. I'm very neutral when it comes to All social media. All strikes from you, right, guy? Man, I call it like I see it. If, if something's BS, I don't care. I'm going to be careful. I don't care if I love you to death. I call it right down the middle. Right down the middle. And that's what I love about Harper. Harper and I have a lot of off-the-show discussions about what's going on in this world. And we both call it right down the middle. When we see BS, no matter where it's coming from, if it's somebody we like... We'll call it right down the middle. And, bruh, in 2020, it actually started long before 2020, when the celebrity passes, boy, they will they will cue up those thumbs for the thoughts and prayers in a heartbeat. Bro, they act like they fucking knew him. <laughs> like it's their mama know. dying. Look, we didn't have some rough ones this year. This year. We lost Kamala. We lost Bullet Bob. Yeah. Animal. 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 Yeah, that one was a shocker. You know, I feel like we R.I.P. them, but I don't feel like we thought and prayed them to death. Right. No pun intended. Like, I feel like we paid honor to them, but I don't, like, I didn't immediately take the social media to be like, thoughts and prayers, dog. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being hypocritical, and if I am, no. you can call me out. But and Then it gives anyway. everyone the, the excuse to share the picture. I had to post. Yeah. I had to post a vignette though, the the, the the original vignette. I did post that. I won't lie. 
Okay, let's keep moving. We're getting sidetracked. Uh, they show a replay from the Clash of the Champions. Uh, they replay JR asking Flair about a timetable on if Flair will continue wrestling and what the future of the NWA world title is going to be. Given that there's a 30-day title defense tip, Doc and I talked about that at Nauseam on the Clash Review. You can get that at TinyGirl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, for now... All I'll say regarding that segment is Flair did say he will make an announcement on July 1st about his future in the NWA and as it pertains to the NWA title. Doc is then talking about Terry Funk, who's taking on Cougar J here. And boy, that was a flight, a fly, a flight. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Uh, Cougar J went flying to the outside early on. And um, Doc, I'll throw it to you if you got any other thoughts on Funk and Cougar J right here. He does well. He throws him through the the second the top rope, and boy, he landed like belly buster style on that mat. Then he gets him back in the ring and does it again. Uh, I don't think I don't think people appreciate that. You're falling from a high distance there. Oh, that's not an easy bump, even on um. Even with the yeah, pad on there, and that yeah. pad's not that. No, that ain't cushy. Like your, that ain't like getting into bed on a. Right, that's not that, like the fucking WWE ones are thick as fuck. You could fall. Here off he goes the roof. again, <laughs> bitch. He went up after he went through the ropes. Poor old Cougar Jay. He's Seriously. bumping his behind off in his match. Yeah, he took those strikes well too. This was he good. Sold them well. Yeah, he he. You got to give. That's a nice bump on the floor, a, a flat back bump on the after the Funk drop kick. Uh, these people hate Funk, man. Look at these hillbillies and Funk. They are in Funk's grill on the outside. This is good stuff. Uh, you know, Funk is obviously gonna get the win here, and then we're gonna we got a glorious promo from Funk in a second. But I'll throw it to you, Doc, if you got anything else. Well, I'm just watching this match, wondering how long I have to wait into this episode to see the Ding Dongs. Hopefully never, and I'll leave it at that as we get into this. Okay. Harper missed the ding-dongs in our Clash review. Again, if you want to hear Doc and I so, go off. It was so bad. Tinyurl.com. What do you mean he's gone? He had to go take a shit or something. No, I'm here. Okay. There. Well, there, were, there were little tiny bells falling all over the ring, Harper. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's who's the bigger asshole, the one that came up with it, or the one that signed off and said, "Yeah, that's a that's a great idea." Hey, you you don't understand how it works in a big company. You don't always get to tell your boss that they're fucking full of shit. I'm gonna you say always, one. You always think it, but you don't get to say it. I'm gonna say one thing about ding dongs, and then we're gonna move on. the The clash crowd that Doc and I just did last week was unreal. They were loud. It was on a military base. It was hot. It was hot. JR kept making, he was pissed it was so hot and he kept talking about it. But even JR, when the ding-dongs came out, he's like, I guess one is ding and the other is dong. And then at the end of the match, Again, you can get this at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Doc and I discussed how JR said at the end, I'm glad that was over. That was just terrible. And he was not. <laughs> he wasn't working. He was just, this is some grade A certified bull crap. 
Uh, Doc, any thoughts before we keep going to this great funk promo? I think I'm ready to hear it because the ding dongs, man, that that sucks. We'll get it. We'll we'll do a patron episode where we can watch just that match with Hopper. Maybe we'll do that when we do the Van Halen thing. We'll yeah, right on. after that on that night that we haven't found. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's go now to Terry Funk. Glorious promo here, in my opinion. All right, fans, we're standing by here with Terry Funk. Rick Flair has said that on July the 1st, right here on Superstation TV, he said he was going to take care of you one way or the other somewhere down the line, my friend. Oh, let me tell you something, Jim Ross, and you simple-minded people. I had a dream last night. Oh, yes, and it was a beautiful dream. Well, I dreamed you. that I was on the front porch of the Double Cross Ranch, and my father, who's long since gone, was there in a swing, swinging with me, and up drove a long black limousine, and the left front fender was dented in, and the door opened and out stepped a beautiful lady. And my daddy said, woman, what happened to your left front fender? And she says, I ran over some kind of an animal on the road. I don't know what it was. My daddy said, well, what did it look like? And she says, well, it had great big ears. And it had nostrils, big, huge nostrils, about five inches apart. And it had <laughs> horse teeth. And it smelled real bad. And my daddy said, my world, girl, you must have ran over a jackass. And I said, what did it smell like? She said, it smelled like hairspray and cheap cologne. I said, woman, you didn't run over any jackass. You ran over Ric Flair. Is he dead? She says, no, but the last time I saw him, he was running scared. Well, let me tell you something, Ric Flair. You look at me in the eye because I am looking at you. You realize that you must live not in the future because there is none. You must live in the past. Give up that belt or else stick your neck out one more time for me. Stick it out for me, Flair, you gutless individual. I'm talking to you. That's enough. Stick it out. Stick it out. We're not going to listen anymore to this. Fans, we'll be back with the Steiners. Harper mm. <laughs> oh, got turned on when he said stick it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harper, would you think that's in the running for the Rolex? Yeah. Ain't there no more. You, it's just not done like that anymore. It's fuck. I mean, now it's in the back and it's all fake and, and stay. It's, uh, hmm. Well, at least we have this to watch. And yeah. We and we don't have to watch that. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. What kind of cheap yeah. cologne you think he would? He, uh, canoe. I, what the fuck is canoe? It was just cologne back in the day. Canoe, canoe. Oh, oh, was it? Yeah. No, uh, he probably Rick would probably wear polo. Yeah, polo. Uh, maybe that, that that old fucking shit. Uh, what was it Jakar? Not wasn't that after this. By a couple I of years. I think so. Yeah. 
Oh, there she is. Let's let's cap off this promo. Uh, that's Rolex rating right there, and I'm gonna bring back the uh, Javorski crank off moment of the week, named by uh, Chris Apita. Um, there you go, Javorski's cranking off that one for sure. Doc, what did you think about that? I thought that was phenomenal, man. Funk I is thought it was, so good. It was really good, and and let me tell you the part that I like the best about it. First, first of all, before I get to that, it's that whole down south texas imagery of my daddy you know the porch swing but the thing that's perfect about it the thing that just i was like yes the woman drove up and had a dented left fender you can picture that in your mind not a dented fender but the dented left fender it's so descriptive and it doesn't it's like it's the same level of detail of why the Sopranos was a great show, because when you put that level of detail in there, it draws such a vivid picture for you. And it's those little details that make the rest of his story or his promo come to life. Very true. Yes. It's the attention. I mean, nobody's going to pop and go, oh, shit. Like toot toot or hard times. Good God, look at that. Can, can I got you finish your thought, Mike. Yeah, I need a timestamp on what you just had there. You, oh dear, good, gut. Mm. Go back, Missy, Mike. Go Missy back. Dude. Yeah, I got confused. Stop. Now pause it. P -p Fuck. Come on, dude. Pause <laughs> that. It's not going to help because it's going to have the little thing over it. Mm. Look at it spilling out. That's over the shot y'all want. God damn. There's your target. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Remember somebody, that, Mike? Yes. Yeah, somebody commented on the YouTube channel. Some dude named Zach. And he, he, he commented on one of the videos of the shows that I posted. And he's like... You guys are immature and childish. Unsubscribe. <laughs> and it made me think about moments like this when y'all are just praising Missy's assets. God. Bruh, I wanna, 89 Missy was... I want to grab my go grab my pillow and post yeah. up between those. I want to bang... Uh, put my pecker between a mattress and a box spring. It's nice. As we keep going, can you finish what you were saying about funk, please? No, I, I, my brain has been completely wiped clean by saying that. Yeah. You didn't hit Ric Flair. I mean, you didn't hit a whatever. You hit Ric Flair because it smelled like cheap cologne and hairspray. It's nice, Terry. Great, great promo. But, it, but it's also not just. Well, I'm gonna settle this once and for all. There's something to it. There's depth to that storytelling. And what was this guy's name? Zach. Yes, Zach. Man, fuck this dude. Unsubscribe, dude. I don't want to give away his uh, you his YouTube handle. But, uh, I'd be giving yeah, I don't give too a much shit. attention. Go tell your wife. Like I showed those guys today. I unsubscribed <laughs> from a wrestling podcast, and she'll be like. I told you you were a fucking idiot for listening to that bullshit in the first place. <laughs> That's why I won't fuck your fat ass. <laughs> All right. The Steiner brothers and Missy Hyatt defeat Keith Steinborn and Fred Avery. Steiner brothers out there doing Steiner brother things. Crowd's into it. Doc, any thoughts? Mm. I was taking a big gulp of 
Cold beer. White Claw. Got it. Mango um, Truly or some bull. No, crap. those are gone. Those are gone from the house, bruh. They give Miss Doc an upset tummy these days, so she ain't drinking them anymore. Jesus Lord. You know who's got a seltzer now? Uh, uh, Everybody. Uh, of YOLO. You remember that shit? No. What? I thought I remember Four Loco. Yeah, that you, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Four Loco has a fucking seltzer. Jesus. Wasn't that a seltzer to begin with? I mean, it's it's gotten to that point. I'm going to go ahead and say, much like the wrestling podcast industry, the seltzer market has been oversaturated. I waited for King Cobra to come out with one. That's right. That should you just look at it and you're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you pour it into a glass and it burns the glass up, and smelling it gets you high. Why did okay? So here's my thing. I, the Steiners are over like a motherfucker. They don't need woman right now. They don't need this superfluous bullshit. And not that woman is, because woman's woman, and we all love woman. But the Steiners should be already whooping ass because they're over. This is overbooking. What is your question? I'm confused. I didn't ask a question. I was telling. What are you saying? What is your? I'm I'm still not understanding your point. They don't need woman involved with them. Oh, look at that! She was going to show him again. Have you not I seen this confused. angle before? I, they keep cutting to Misty, and I keep getting confused. I'm saying that having woman involved with the Steiners was overbooking because the Steiners were no, over. It they didn't need this. No, it ain't. I disagree. Not when you know how this angle plays out. But you're showing your lack of education is normal when it comes Bro, to I'm wrestling. I'm talking about it like I don't. Here's the other thing, and I try. I told right. you this during the clash. I didn't see any of this shit. Well, maybe you should wait to see how it plays out before you pass judgment, you dumbass. I'm treating it like it's real in the moment. Well, that's the problem. That's your problem. Okay. I don't think it's a problem, you motherfucker. I do. You're an asshole and an idiot. Now, um, we got to go to Paul Lee dangerously because he's got a promo. He's got a cut. Here it is. We're back here, ladies and gentlemen, on Superstation TBS. Jim Ross back with you. Before we see the Samoan SWAT team in action, let's hear these comments from Paul E. Dangerously. So now, Road Warriors, it's a game of one-upmanship. Now your manager, Paul Ellery, thinks that he can do the Samoan SWAT team what we did to your precious animal and hawk, the Road Warriors. Because we had the Midnight Express beat at the Clash of Champions. The Samoan SWAT team was well on their way to becoming the next NWA World Tag Team Champions. But now, you couldn't handle that because you know that you can take the titles from the Midnight Express or the Freebirds, but you can't beat the SST for those belts. So, Road Warriors, let me tell you something. Let's be sure, let's be damn sure, right here on TBS, we set the record straight. Jimmy Cornette learned Wednesday night that I can beat him at his own game. I am now not only the psycho yuppie, I am the manager basher. Paul Ellering, you're next. This means war! Wrestling. All right. Paul East seems like he means business, Doc. Your thoughts? When he said the psycho yuppie, it made me think of American Psycho. Yeah. You ever seen that movie, Mike? Mm. It's pretty fucked up, dude. 
Depends how much you're gonna judge me if I haven't seen it. You should watch it, man. It's fucked up, man. Remember when it? Harvey, remember when he chases that girl naked in his tennis shoes with the chainsaw, and then he throws it down the stairs at her and screams. Yeah. You should watch Sound, it. Sounds riveting. I, I, I'm pretty sure I won't be watching it, but thank a you. A bunch of white bitches get killed. I thought you would love it. I don't know what relevance that has to this discussion. You like Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Look at the Samoan SWAT team eating It's hip to be square. Okay. Let's keep moving in the show if you've got nothing else. You got any thoughts on Paul Lee right there, uh, Hopper? Well, he's pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Obvious, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Paul Lee tells the Warriors that the SST are going to get a piece of that ass after the Warriors calls the SST a shot at the world tag titles. Um, Yeah, I agree. There's Mike Awesome. Yeah, I was about to say, we've got the Samoan SWAT team. They're about to battle Mike Awesome and Rock Hard Rick. Oh, my Uh, God. (laughs) Come on. What are we doing? (laughs) That had to be a rib. (laughs) But why? I mean, that sounds like. (laughs) Go back. Rock Hard Rick. (laughs) That, That. That got the Paulie Walnut son of a bitch clip of the week. <laughs> All right. That was a nice super kick. Uh, Doc, what were you about to say? Awesome is 24 there. Oof. Tana also has the same haircut as Jim Ross. God, he's so young looking, man. 24. Yeah. What um, is? What are we doing with Rock Hard Rick? Because even if it's a rib... We're trying to do ding-dongs and the dudes and sting and get over with the kids, but then all of a sudden, here comes Rock Hard Rick. <laughs> he's Rick, and, and he's Rock Hard. I, I can't answer that. Uh, Hopper, yeah, I, <laughs> you got any uh, thoughts on him? Imagine, like, in a locker room. They had to fuck with him. That's a, that's, <laughs> it was a rib. Yeah. Because yeah. that name was printed on a sheet taped to a wall. <laughs> and everybody that walked by was like, and he's like hell? why can't I just be RHR? Come on. Why does it have to say rock card Rick? Hey, well, here's the thing. He's not a tub of shit either. Right. I mean, I'm not saying he's Lutez, but. It's clearly a rib. He must have come in hot to the locker room, right? To find hot to the locker room. Like, oh, I've wrestled here. I'm this guy, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, pal. I don't know. I mean, it's comical, and I'll leave it at that. It's stupid, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's more stupid. I call him Rock Hard Richard. His name is Richard. Dick. Okay. How how uncomfortable is it every time you see a wrestler who died in their 40s when 20 years ago they were taking bumps in the head from the the top rope? I don't know if it really gets to me or I think about it unless it's 
like you're referencing here an ECW guy because of what they did to their bodies. Well, and that and shit that Awesome and Tanaka did to each other was criminal. That's rough to watch today. Yeah, it really is. Like, you know, 22 years ago, I was like, holy shit, how are they doing this and not killing each other? Turns out they were killing each other. Yeah. I'm. You remember Harper, like, they would, Awesome would hit, hit him with those chairs. Yeah, right to the fucking head. Back to back to back to back. And I remember... Or pick him up, or pick him up in the damn like Razor's Edge shit and just launch him over the top rope. With zero thoughts. Zero. And I remember watching and I was like, a buddy of mine who, who was a wrestling fan, he never did anything in the business or anything. I remember we were watching ECW one time. He goes, God damn. And you just watch it. Go back and watch some of those unprotected chair shots. And every time I see the chair hit him in the head, I'm like, damn, how many brain cells did he lose on that one? Oh, he lost some more. Oh, he lost some more. And they were were doing that nightly. (laughs) It's it's rough to watch. Like, I think about that when I think of guys like Balls Mahoney. It's like, God, man, Balls just stood there and, and offered his head. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, in doc, you brought that up obviously because of Mike awesome right there. Right. You said, yeah. 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 Oh, look at that. Mm. Um, real quick. Um, one of the Samoans belly to belly to back suplex. Mike's awesome from the second row. But other than that, the Samoans obviously win. We then go to the Freebirds who defeat Randy Rose and Mark Smith, uh, Garvin with a DDT to Smith and the Freebirds win. Uh, Randy Rose has moved his way down the car. <laughs> he fell like a fucking like he, like the Zeppelin. I think the thing was what did Corny say? George Scott and even Jim Hurd didn't like Randy Rose. I don't remember. I think it was George Scott, but George Scott is out by now. Um, yeah, I mean, think about how he came in last year in November, and now he's. Uh, in enhancement talent matches with Mark Smith and doing jobs. There we go. And nothing else. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, on this? Uh, just at the end, they did make um comment about Garvin using the DDT instead of the Brain Buster. That was about it. Yeah. Anything from you, Hopper, or keep going? I prefer the uh, the Brain Buster. The DDT is a better looking move if you do it right. It's a big if, though. Well, it depends who's doing the Brain Buster, too. Brain Buster's a nice move. Garvin got on on a couple cycles, man. He's he's looking pretty good. He looks slim right there, but he didn't last week when we saw him. Anyway. Damn, he does look a lot better, huh? Yeah, his shoulders are real. If you look at him, he's, he's looking good. All right, so we keep going. They replay Eddie Gilbert's fireball that he tried to throw at the great Muda, but he hit Trent Knight instead by accident. That was from The Clash. Again, you can get that at tinyurl.com slash BTT. That's one of our Patreon specials. We keep going, though, and we're going to go to Gary Hart in The Great Muda. Give me a second. Let me get to it here. Shit. It won't let me yeah. get right to it. Here it is. 
Eddie Gilbert, you have got yourself more trouble than you could ever dream about. In Fort Bragg, North Carolina, guts and glory, the clash of champions, you came like the gaiji you are from behind and tried to burn the great Muta. You know, and I know, that if there's anything that terrorizes the great Muta is the fire in the face, because that's how his father was scarred for life. And now you try to scar the great Muta. Well, let me tell you something, Eddie Gilbert. The next time you and the great Muta meet, we know you will bring the fire. But I want you to think about what it will be like when the great Muta puts the deadly green spray in your eyes. I thought it was meat and potatoes, Doc. What'd you think? I got a weird thing about those kind of masks. Not those kind of masks, but just they look goofy now. But when I was a kid, those kind of like expressionless masks used to weird me out. You ever seen the music video for Rocket by Herbie Hancock? Uh, With all the machines and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit used to scare the piss out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Like, Kamala in that music video were the two things that scarred my youth. That's why I drink today. So you're blaming Me, that on your alcoholism? Yeah. Um, of course. Jazz fusion on MTV, jazz fusion rock music on MTV, and J- uh, Jerry Jarrett's compound in Tennessee whooped my ass for... That's why you get what you get today. Now, uh, good promo, because... There's a reason why Gil, why Muda hates fire, but he's got a weapon of his own fist. Now we need uh, mist. We need a, a fire versus mist match. Stay tuned to see if that happens. Harper, you got anything from Muda and Gary Hart right there? That fucking mask. I I can't stop just staring at him. Push pause real quick. Push pause. Push pause. Okay. Boy. Well, I'm waiting till we finish about that mask. What's wrong with that oh. mask, Harper? It looks psychotic. Oh, so it wasn't stupid. It was scary. Yeah, I mean, but if I... If I had, not not in 2020 when, when you've seen I real shit. I still don't want to look at it. See? Like, if I saw that mask, like, sitting in the closet, I would, like, have to, like, cover it up. Them shits get me, man. I ain't even trying yeah. to see that. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck well, what that. If you- what if your girl put that on while you were, you know, doing you, some sweating? You flip her around the sideways and you come in the back. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Come on, man. Improvise, mm. adapt, overcome. Stop, stop acting like a rookie. Mm. Okay. Just asking. That's all. Calm down, people. It ain't all that right. high. After that, we go to the Midnight Express, who defeat Jim Bryant and Jeff James. Uh, okay, the Midnight so are going to win with ease. Yeah, Jeff but... James here. Is mm-hmm. in the the the, young, the smaller guy right there, Harper, in the in the denim jacket. Yeah. What does he look like? He'd be doing and hanging out and driving and. Party. Oh God! Back then, a fucking El Camino. <laughs> this dude looks like this a dude. Looks, Camaro. Yeah, this guy looks like the metalhead, the burnout metalheads at lunch. That yeah, skip out to go smoke cigarettes. Yeah, bro. Fucking run through the hills. Grade. Best album ever. Yes. In eighth grade. 
and they got that shitty like uh the Indian ink tattoo. Well, homemade, right? Right, like, right, like, yeah. That that buddy put on them all drunk, and it's some shit like a like an eight ball or something. And they got that wispy mustache because they're showing you how that they've been held back a couple of years. Yeah. Did you go to that high, same high school, Mike, or or is it just a? I, I mean, that sounds like just y'all. Yeah, you were you were too busy hearing like too short, right? About this time. Sure. Am I wrong? You're just trying to make a joke that's just so stupid. I don't know right. what else to say. Arbor, I, seriously, the other night I turned it on VH1 Classic, and Bones Thugs came on, and my kid looked at it and goes, "He goes, he's eight. and he looked at me and goes, "What is this crap?" Oh, this dude sucks. Harper's <laughs> not listening, but I can tell you one thing. Bobby Eaton looks like he is mad. Yeah, he was mad right there. That might be as mad as you'll ever see Bobby Eaton. Nicest get. guy in the business. Watch this. He's trying to give this guy an atomic drop. <laughs> Look at Bobby. You stupid. I can tell him. <laughs> you stupid ass. Kicks him in the head. Look at the disgust with how he tags it and stand. He didn't go down easy on that either. Mm-mm. This guy, uh, safe to say, he might not know exactly what he's doing. Yeah, that but guy needs that... to go back to his 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 fucking Camaro. Yeah, Jeff James is. Um... What is that? What is that guy's shoot job? Oh, mm-hmm. he probably works at Firestone. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. And he probably told, told like all his buddies, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna be on fucking TBS next week." Well, it's more than Mike ever did. Not you. I mean, you you're on TV every week in a yeah major market doing commentary, but it's more than Mike ever did. I know, huh? That's fucking not true. Loser. What That's did not you ever do? You ever wrestle in a building that big on national TV? Um, no, no, but no, but no. I have done what Harper's done. I've never been a commentator, but I've been on local television. I mean, he's a staple, a yeah. weekly staple on commentary, pal. Okay. And I guarantee the army does not appreciate you trying to equate your career with Harper's. Well, we go to the next match. It is Norman, the lunatic with Teddy long who defeats Bob Emery. Norman wins with a splash in the corner. And this is Ugh. stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> who who canceled? That looks terrible on television too. That introduction. God, I'm you about can't... to have a, fucking, have a seizure. I'm about to have a seizure too. Those fucking lights. What the fuck's in his hand? What? He's wearing a car. He's wearing a fucking seatbelt on his head. Oh my god! <laughs> Toothbrush. He's wearing one of those airplane seatbelts. Why? Why? Why is he wearing that? Because that'll make him seem crazy. Oh, God. Can we move past this? Because I really don't have anything oh, to say. Oh, no, no, no. This dumb. is so, no. You got to take it all in. Everybody, oh. hey, look. This is mud show bullshit. <laughs> And if you want to tell me we didn't disrespect the business back in the day, I'm going to point you back to this. 
Everything was airtight, brother. Right. This motherfucker. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, okay. I probably should have... Uh, he's spitting. Okay, let me take the seat. Everybody's like, oh, I can't wait. Everybody's like, I can't wait to hear Harper and Doc tear up 1990 through 92 WCW, man. We're quitting the show. I hate watching bad wrestling. The amazing want, thing is I the, want to watch good wrestling. I am amazed. In 1989, you get Flair and Steamboat, Flair and Funk. You get Luger doing some really good things. And then you get Norman and the Ding Dongs. It's You say this about AEW, but it's schizophrenic as all hell. It's schizophrenic, man. Because you got the um, Freebirds, you got the Midnights, you got the SST, you got the Road Warriors. There's a lot of things to like. And then this is like just a monkey flinging poo. Yeah, this is fucking horrible. Six months into 1989, I, I have a, uh, a proclamation I'm going to make. The SST may be one of the most underused tag teams I've ever seen in just six months of 1989. More so than the Commandos? Whatever. Those dudes are completely misused. You've got U.S. and World Tag title material with them. And they win a lot. But so far in 89, I mean, they lost to the freaking dynamic dudes, bro. Get the piss out of here, please. Yeah. Yeah, they were a good fucking heel tag team. Yeah, they're damn good. They're great in 89, and they just... we, But then we get things like Norman and the Ding Dongs, and this is dumb. I can't take no more. I, he's biting him, and it's dumb. I, there's nothing from it. Teddy Long's so freaking Teddy's out. trying to stop him? Yeah, it's just stupid. It's, it's really, really dumb. It's dumb. Ugh. <sighs> Get your ass back to one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I mean, <laughs> that's nice. All right, my let's cigarettes. Go. I want my cigarettes, Nurse Ratchet. Son of a bitch. I watched that recently. Really? Did you? Yeah. Oh. Well, he's got time. You know, he 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 bangs. He watches movies. He bangs. He you watches. Ever, movies. You ever seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest, Mike? Oh, I'm trying to think. It was in what year did that movie come out? 1974, I think. Yeah, something like that. I don't think I've seen that since the early oh, 90s. Oh, bro, you gotta watch it. Yeah? Yeah, Danny DeVito's in it. He's real young. He's got hair. Do you know who Danny DeVito is, Mike? Yeah, from Taxi. And uh, Taxi's one of the best TV shows ever, by the way. Yeah, that's underrated. Let's go to the Row Warriors now, because they've got a good promo they're going to cut. Here it is. Well, Paulie Danielsley and the Samoans, how do you feel, chumps? See, nobody messes with the Legion of Doom and gets away with it. We not only get mad, we get even. So every time you turn around, you're going to see our face right in the middle of yours, and there ain't nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. We ain't going to rest till we kick their butt. Tell them, Hawk. Listen to Hawk. You know, there's a little island. It's really kind of a hellhole. It's called Samoa. But I'll bet it's looking pretty good to the Samoans right now. 
After what we did to you, you want to get back in a banana boat and get right back there, I'm sure. And when we get done with you, Precious Paul has come up with a magnificent idea. Since everybody else is taking upon themselves to offer Mike Tyson a challenge, me and Animal are extending a challenge to Mike Tyson. If a football player can fight him, so can we. Tell him, Paul. You know, I've been a gambler all my life, Paulie, dangerously. And I'm not forgetting you too, Freebirds. I've been a gambler all my life, and I can tell one thing, and one thing only, and that is that desperate money never wins. And gentlemen, you're all betting like you're desperate. You're betting like you're scared of the... Okay, I'm sorry, Javorski. You're going to have to finish cranking off of some other way. I thought Hawk was hilarious. Samoa's a hellhole, and get back in your banana boat and go back to it. That's nice, Doc. Your thoughts? Well, they continue to show why they're the biggest, most intimidating tag team in the division, and now they're pissed. And we, we've learned something in the last three years is that a pissed road warriors is a dangerous road warriors. And it may not be as dangerous for the SST, but I'd hate to be the jobbers that got to face them next week. Harper, what's your thoughts? Hey, hey, hey I like his Batman uh, face paint. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and I had some, some different face paint on. It was awesome. Yeah, this was uh, about when a movie came out 89 sure was so it was summer 89 wasn't it yeah yeah all right so we keep moving they replay luger running in to help steamboat at the end of the clash and then luger attacking steamboat and turning on him again you can hear more about that on our patreon show at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt and then immediately after they show that replay i think we get a excellent promo from lex luger which i am going to play Right now. Fans, by now you've seen what transpired at the Clash of Champions 7 when Lex Luger came to the ring and the attack on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And I've got to say that I was as shocked as anybody else because it was totally out of character, in my opinion, for the total package to do what you did to Ricky Steamboat. You know, Jim Ross... The total package Lex Luger has heard a lot as of late. I've heard about why did you do that to Ricky Steamboat. Poor little Ricky Steamboat. What Ricky Steamboat is, is a victim of circumstances. Because for a year and a half now, I've been catering to other people. I've been catering to these ingrates out here. Always trying to please them and not myself. And when you hang with them, all you come up with is a handful of dirt. Well, from now on, the total package is reaching for the stars. The total package is going to become what he always should have been, and that is the premier wrestler in the world today. 
the greatest athlete in the world today. Because I've got the looks, I've got the physical characteristics, I've got everything it takes. I am the greatest wrestler alive on the face of this earth today. Now, Ricky Steamboat, you slid in the back door. You had what was mine. Now you say you're number one contender? Not a chance, Ricky Steamboat. I'm coming after everything the sport has to offer. Ric Flair, either you wrestle or you give up the belt. One or the other to the king of the hill. And that is the total package Lex Luger. You know something? It truly is better to give Jim Ross to the receive. Because I gave Ricky Steamboat that clothesline and felt my arm sink into his Adam's apple. That felt good. And when I went and grabbed that chair and whacked him across the back of the neck and the vibrations came through my arms, that felt good good but you know it's like a shark that just gets a little bit of scent of the blood because Ricky Steamboat I ain't gonna throw that is just a small sample of what's waiting for you because I'm telling you what's gonna happen I'm gonna go into a feeding frenzy Ric Flair always said he was the dirtiest player in the game not anymore because I've learned a lot in the last year and a half and now you're looking at the dirtiest player in the game. The total package, Lex Luger. All right, fans, Steamboat have a big, big score to Look, I know it's not the greatest and it's not a flair promo, but I thought he was good. He says for the last year he's been trying to cater to the fans and not himself, and it left him not being able to do what he wanted to do and could do. And he's out now to be the premier wrestler in the world today. He tells Flair to wrestle or give up the belt. I just thought Luger was good there. Doc, what'd you think? I also thought Luger was good there. No? He wasn't bad. It wasn't, uh, you know. He got got sweaty a little bit as it went on, too. But, I mean, is there any doubt that he's a better heel than a baby face? I mean, he has that arrogant smirk. And I like the line he had. When I, when, you know, that clothesline sunk into his Adam's apple. Again, it's the little details that are important. I mean, he's turning Luger heel puts him back in his natural position. You know, he's like an, he was like an offensive lineman that you made go play tackle when he's really something, a guard or a center because of injuries. He's now back into his natural position, in my opinion. He's definitely a better heel. Harbor, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's meant to be a heel. More than a face. And it's good long-term booking because Flair's messed up with Funk right now. We're not even sure Flair's going to ever come back. And so Luger's sitting in the wings ready. Luger has that natural... Uh, arrogance. Yeah. He thinks he's better than you. He looks like David Lee Roth on massive amounts of steroids. Okay. But he, he's just got that, 
natural arrogance that without even opening his mouth. So it's just he's a natural heel and I just gotta it's this is a good spot for him to do that. And Luger's had a good eighty nine and uh, it's gonna get better. Ranger Ross defeats Lee Scott uh, in a just very uneventful. You saw that headlock you put on fucking Lee Scott? You think Lee Scott hangs out with that guy earlier with the denim jacket? They Probably wrote his no. show. They wrote no. his show together. No, I wouldn't insult Lee Scott like that. Come Lee on. Scott actually knows what he's doing. They probably wrote in together. Uh, yeah. No, I doubt that. By the way, they, I'm thinking they were of listening Lee. to White Lion together on, in the car. Um, I'm seeing Lee Scott. What the hell was that? He did the Karate Kid. I missed that the first time. <laughs> yeah, I Watch that Ranger too. Ross. Wait, what? The damn... Like he did the. That's yeah. terrible. Look on the it. Look at him on the. Look at. Oh yeah, he did. He did. See, this He's is a martial arts expert. Stupid. Just stupid. Just that's just dumb. By the way, I'm thinking of Lee Scott right now. Um, you know, Lee Scott did enhancement talent matches in Smoky Mountain, and. Hopper, I know you're not on Twitter. You didn't see the new uh, the new Twitter page by one of the Smoky Mountain talents, did you? We got a fake wolf, man, uh, Harper. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> there's a fake, <laughs> there's I don't a want fake, a real fucking wolf, man. There's a fake wolf, man. And, and somebody in the Facebook group, when I, I said, all right, fess up, who is this? <laughs> somebody said, what if it's the real wolf, man? And that would even be better, but I don't think it is. Uh, How is that guy still alive? How would the real Wolfman still be? If the Wolfman is still it's alive. The supplements he took. Yeah, Power Maker Two. Yeah, that shit probably makes you glow in the dark. <laughs> it probably makes you shit like crazy. <laughs> that glows in the dark. That might make that stuff might make your pee pee burn. I don't know, man. I wouldn't take that. Uh, but if if the Wolfman is out there and listening, and I know this isn't the Smoky Mountain Show. I, I need him to get in touch with me because I want to talk to old Wolfie, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, uh, Ranger Ross wins. This is stupid. It's just dumb. We're Why? saying stupid a lot. They've got That's good not... stuff. I mean, the the Luger promo was good, and then we go immediately to Ranger Ross's stupidity. Now, let's go to something that's not stupid. It's not long. Rick Steiner is a clown, and uh, here it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Superstation TBS. The team of Captain Mike Rattun and Kevin Sullivan coming up in a few moments. We'll also be talking to Jim Cornette. But I know that on Saturday night, July the 8th, in the Boston Garden, you and Kevin Sullivan in a Boston street fight. You ever been in a Boston street fight before? No, I ain't never been in one of those. Hey, you little blonde-headed, disgusting little toad. I'm going to beat you up in Boston. He goes around telling everybody he's from Boston. He ain't from Boston. They go to a different town. He says he's from that town. He goes to this town. He's got a girlfriend. You got a girlfriend, Rick? I do not. Jim Ross. Ricky's got a girlfriend. I do not. You got a girlfriend? I saw that young lady. No, I don't. What about that? What about that date on Saturday night? Huh? 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 Shut up. Tell me shut up. You got a date? No, I don't. I might. I'm not telling you. Why? What do you want to know for? Well, it's inquisitive. (laughs) It's your girlfriend. Hey, hey, hey. It's your main squeeze there, buddy boy. (laughs) It's not my squeeze. You want her? No, I think she's a great match for you. You guys have a lot in common. Why? Why? You Why? Both, she seems like she likes you a lot. Hey, Shut up. Well, hey, well, you're not a ladies' man. Don't get embarrassed about it. What about the Boston Street Fight, hey, July the 8th? 
A lot of people have been coming up and tasking me if, if my brother's all there. My brother's all there. Just ask him. Ricky, you all there? Hey, I'm here. I'm here. You sure are. Come to Boston, Kevin Sullivan. You're going to find out how there my brother is. He's going to take you down, tie you in knots, and make you squeal. Right, Rick? Yeah, I'm here right now, but I'll be there in Boston. Hey, Sullivan, when it comes time to get in the ring, he's going to enter my world, and whatever happens, happens, because I, I don't care. I don't care about Kevin no more. All right, and good luck with your girlfriend. Shut up. Fans, let's go to the ring. Let's go to the ring. I'm only kidding. Let's go to the ring. CJ Hart having fun with Rick Steiner. I like that, Doc. What would you think? Yeah, it's goofy and it's fun. I mean, Rick Steiner's 28 years old there, and he's worried about having a girlfriend. That's funny. I'm just amazed at how dressed down Robin Green is compared to what we see in another month or two. Jeez, I can't wait. Mm. Can we get her and Missy together with me and Harper on a double date? Yeah. Can I come? You, you can, no. You, you can work camera yeah. like you can work camera like JJ. Yeah. JJ was like, Champ, Doc, I've been knowing you for years. I got one question. And you tell me what Rick told JJ. Sure, sure, sure. What is it? What is it? And JJ says, Can I stay? I'll hide behind the curtain. I'll watch. Can I listen? <laughs> JJ wanted to listen. Ah, what a pervert. Okay. You know, uh, earlier earlier in this in this show you said that you needed to concentrate because you, your work, you know, well, when Harper and I are doing our work with the ladies, we don't need a bunch of interruptions from people like you. Okay. What are y'all going to do? Cross swords while y'all are doing it or what? That's oh, nice. nice. It's a, it's a tag team match. Get yeah, the hot bet. tag. Ugh. God. <laughs> well, time. you don't have to worry about it if you get on if you stay on each end of the girl, it's when you, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you don't bump into each other. Uh, Grow up. Uh, no. Harper, you ever had a threesome? No. Well, yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> Those two guys were hot. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> The Varsity Club, Mike Rotunda and Kevin Sullivan defeat Ray Lloyd. Ray Lloyd's back this week. Bucky Siegler in another uneventful match. I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not trying to knock. I thought the, the varsity. I thought the varsity looked good, but it wasn't eventful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do here? All right. So, any other thoughts, Doc? Before I keep going to uh, get to Cornette's promo. Uh, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Stop freezing on me, Jesus! The Dodgers are already down eighteen to nothing. Yeah, I'm looking Not at true. it. Not true. All right, here's Corny. With Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express, and guys, this past Wednesday was not the brightest Wednesday night in your careers, I'm sure. I said that we were going to win our first round match, and we did. I said we were going to beat the Samoans, and we did. I said we were going to be World Tag Team Champions, and we would have been. 
If the Freebirds hadn't had other plans in the form of Paulie dangerously coming down there, knocking me out from behind with a loaded tennis racket. And still, even though they couldn't stay focused on the match because they didn't know how bad I was hurt, didn't know if I was seriously injured, still, the Midnight Express gave Garvin and Hayes everything they could handle, and it took Terry Gordy coming in that ring to save the day for the Freebirds. If they'd have been able to be focused, if I'd have been at ringside, I couldn't stop Terry Gordy, but I could have said, look out at the right time, and that would have been all the difference it took. Well, let me tell you something. I blame Paulie Dangerously for costing us the World Tag Team title, but I blame myself for Paulie being able to do it. I should have taken care of him, got rid of him a long time before now. I'm going to make it up to the Midnight Express for letting him down. I've asked the NWA, I want to fight Paulie Dangerously. Don't worry about a six-man tag. Don't throw our teams against each other. I want to fight Paulie one-on-one in the ring. Anything goes. The winner gets the bragging rights, and the loser shuts his mouth. I want it, and that's what I'm going to get. Now, you know, about six months ago, the Midnight Express, Jim Cornette, were as popular as poison around here. Then we got jumped from behind. Everybody started cheering for us. But still, still, the people that we've been wrestling against didn't trust us and we had no friends. This man's going through exactly the same thing. Dr. Death, Steve Williams, Kevin Sullivan betrayed him. Terry Gordy ambushed him. And now he needs somebody because he's the toughest man in the world. But one man can't fight three free birds. Well, brother, I want to say we want Garvin and Hayes because we're going to clip their wings and we're going to take our belts. And you want Gordy. So it seems to me the Midnight Express and Dr. Death should be seeing a lot of each other from now on. First of all, Jimmy... Let me tell you something, Kevin Sullivan, you bit off more than you can chew. And another thing, just because your boys couldn't get the job done, I was the backbone of the varsity club. I made the varsity club. Now, you go out and pay Terry Gordy to come and jump me behind in Japan when I was defending the United States of America over there. Now, Terry Gordy, you're going to have to face me head on, face to face. And let me tell you something. I didn't have a lot of friends, but I got a lot now. And you know, as well as I know, you should have finished off the job the first time. We're going to be doing a lot of favors for each other, Dr. Death and the Midnight Express. I can promise you that. I say you're in very good hands. The fans will be back with a World Television Championship right after you hear this. Uh... I thought Dr. Death was actually good there because he was short and to the point. And I thought he was really good. And um, I love how he told uh, them that they messed up when they didn't finish the job. I mean, that's, to me, a mark of a good baby face. Uh, Doc, what did you think about Corny in the Midnight there? Uh, Meat and potatoes, but I also thought it would have been really cool. And I understand why you didn't do this in territory wrestling, but it would have been really cool if they actually showed him jumping him in Japan with Japan footage. That would have been great. So I have a question about that because, you know, we're not Japan. I don't want to say we're not Japan wrestling fans. We just don't know. Did that really happen in Japan or did they make that up? Somebody out there mm-hmm. will tell me. I know Silva will know. Somebody out there will know. Javorski, God, he probably cranked off to it if it happened in Japan. So um, somebody out there can tell us. I wonder if that actually happened or if that was just kind of something that they said. And, and and it could have still been the last vestiges of the territory days where we just say shit because they can't check it. But man, it would have been cool to see it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, Harper, any other thoughts? Yeah, that's. Uh, I think he's just he uh, kept it short and sweet and said exactly what he had to say. I thought so too. Um, mm-hmm. And we saw at the clash, Doctor Death versus Gordy. We're going to talk about that again in a second because they they. This happens again at the end of this episode. All right. 
We go next to Sting, who defeats a gentleman by the name of Big Al Green, who is really built and... You don't remember him? Really good. Um, well, go ahead, Doc. Well, he was on Nitro, like, in the last couple of years, but he was bald. Oh, He's the, really? He was the dog. Is that who that is? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, he's jacked. I can tell you that much. Um, so he's yeah. not he's not Boo Boo the Fool because he had a wrestling career. But that that's why I say that it's like he he wasn't just Pablo Cruz out there to get beat real fast. But he's not Lutez either. Well, uh, he he actually, uh, you know, I wasn't gonna poo poo on him. I mean, he looks good in this match. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, that that's why he was probably like flexing at Sting and shit. Well, I mean, in fairness, he's bigger than Sting. Right. Yeah. Size wise, I mean, Sting's not. And he's getting a lot of stuff in for a jobber. Yeah. I mean, hey. he can work on his selling, but he's not horrible. I mean, you know, is where. Well, where I, was I think going he was that. in Japan some. And you know, if is you're just beating the shit out of each, if you're just beating the shit out of people, you don't got to worry about selling. That's <laughs> true. Uh-oh. <laughs> Strong style and shit. <laughs> Sting wins, and that's all I got. Um, we keep going. There's I, a. Well, I, do, wait, I do think it's interesting. Uh oh. I should have talked about this. Well, Funk tries to come in, and the crowd comes up, and Funk is about to jump Sting, but you see Sting that crowd, gets out though? of the. Yeah, yeah, they came up. They came alive. You know what that means. Those two guys are over, especially Funk. Well, and the what truth of the matter is they never touched look at the crowd. Oh, that's how it's supposed to be. That's right. We don't have to you kill know, each other to get a reaction. I hate that about modern wrestling. I hate that. You, them old timers used to always say, look, don't give it to them right away. You got hurt. That got a great reaction. And you they didn't hurt. touch. They didn't touch. Nobody took a nobody took a, a notch off their bump card. No That's one. Right. So all right, we keep going. Uh, Funk he tried to catch Sting. Sting said, "Nah, bruh." And before you know it, Funk is powdering out, getting out of dodge. You know, one thing I do like is we're starting to see some different jobbers and some of them who, you know, made a mark later on, like a Glacier and a. You know, Buddy Lee Parker and Mike Awesome and Al Green. It's a different, different crew. Ugh, that's nice. That didn't sound good. All right, that tasted, we go. That tasted like beer and bad decisions. You mean um, you don't remember when uh Jimmy Backlund uh, was doing jobs on Saturday night in '86? I think it was. Uh, I do, dude. He looks yeah, yeah. so different than he does when he, he went down to Florida smoking. and got in front of the sun. Yeah, and, and did a few cycles and put on some pounds and missed and, and lost a few teeth. Just totally different. But okay, uh, the Freebirds cut a promo. Speaking of they, cycles, yeah, there's a few cycles here uh, going on, especially yeah, with, uh, man. Garvin. He looks fucking a lot bigger. He is. He's 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 on the gas. He's done a few cycles. Uh, I don't really have anything from the promo. Hayes says something about joining uh-oh. JR back on commentary next week, which I don't want. And then Doc said, uh-oh, and I, I agree here. So Dr. Death and Terry Gordy are about to have a match. Now, they just had like a, I don't know, six, seven-minute match at the Clash that ended in a no contest, a double countout. And what I liked about how this started is 
you know, Dr. Death doesn't wait to hear his name. He hits the ring and goes straight after Gordy because that's what guys do when they have personal yep. issues. They don't sit there. He's got a score to settle. Right. They don't sit there and pull it. We didn't have to hear Boomer Sooner and shit. Blah, 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 blah for 20 Look minutes. Look at these two. Now it's just fucking let's beat some ass. Yeah. And this is what they did at the Clash. I don't want to spoil it, but Doc, if you remember at the Clash, they look at the, look at the brother on the right right there. I'm going to rewind it. Watch the brother on the right. Hold on. Hold on. He look right now. He's into it. Look at him. <laughs> Fuck him <up>. Yeah. <laughs> the, brother, the brother on the right is like, "Yeah." But um there's nothing fancy here, Hopper. They're just slinging it out. What did you think? Yeah. I mean, this is something you just don't say now. Two big bastards that know how to go at it, go at it. And they generally seem like they really hate each other. I thought, and I didn't think this match was, it, it, there's nothing wrong with this match. Don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with it. The match at the Clash was better. Even though it was a double count out, Doc? Yeah. We said the finish sucked, but the match itself was better. Well, the crowd here is quieter than at the Clash. That's right. That that are that environment for the because you got to remember we're in an army base with these two big bastards beating the piss out of each other. It got I mean it got the crowd aroused. I'm I mean but okay. hey these I I could watch these two wrestle every day. There's nothing they did wrong here. This no. is just two. You said it, Doc. Two big bastards slugging it out. <laughs> This was this was the wrestling we fell in love with. I mean, yep. Doc, how many times did you watch Gordy in a sportatorium? So those big this? rights, like he just did right there in that video, and then Kevin uh, would back him in the corner and throw one of those knees up into his his rib cage in the in the turnbuckle. Hopper, there's no flips, no dives, just nope. fists and forearms. And the just occasional... Guys that fucking but here's the other. thing. It's not just throwing punches. I mean, look at that suplex we just saw. These these guys are, are really at the height of their game, too. Yeah, look. It's not, it's not just bullshit, and it's not just punches and kicks. Now, there's a lot of that, and they're, the big, they're big enough that it works. But these guys can wrestle. Yeah, this is good stuff. And it's and both guys are believable as all hell. So, you, like, I, I don't want to sound like the broken record here, but it's going to sound like it because it's true. When we fell in love with wrestling in the 80s. This is, this is what it looks like. This yeah. is what it looked like. It was, well, it was two things. It was, it was guys with personal issues. And it was guys getting in there and beating the piss out of each other. Nothing was fancy. We didn't need 50 million flips and dives. Was it nice to see some stuff here and there? Move off top rope? Sure. But, I mean, just that's simple. I mean, Gordy runs in and gives Dr. Death this clothesline in the corner. or And it's just simple. Like, I don't know how Man, to say it. I'm... Here's the thing. At 8, 18, 28, 38, or when I'm 48, I'm pretty sure that these two guys, and when I'm 48, unfortunately, these two guys are dead. 
These guys are whipping my ass at any age I was. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> and I here's mean, the other thing. I'm not stupid. I know those guys on AEW would whip my ass too, but it don't feel that way. I, I don't know, man. I know you can't fight and haven't hey, been hey, in hey, many confrontations hey, in your life. Do, do you want some? Hold on. I'm about to take up for you. I know you. Oh. God, that close. <laughs> Hold on. We got to talk about this. Yeah, I got to say something real quick. I know you ain't been in many conversations in your life, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think many dudes in AEW could whip your <laughs> And that's what, and that's the thing is like, even if it's not real, it's what you think. And man, I know Dr. Death is going to pulverize all three of us. I know Terry Gordy is going to pulverize the three of us. So when you put that together, it's just, Amazing. Hopper, how many people on AEW could stretch you? <laughs> uh, Jericho. Here it comes. Bam. Oh yeah, that looked good. Jericho that looked went damn to damn good. Jericho went to the dungeon. He could he could work. Yeah, Jericho and uh maybe Cody. Brian Cage. Cage, Cody. I mean look, you Cat. can not like Cody all you want. He's a He's an accomplished wrestler, and let me tell you something about amateur wrestlers, everybody. They, them, they're the real, they're them's the real athletes. Them some bitches could tie you up in a pretzel. All right, that's yeah. right, that's right. <laughs> um, not every amateur wrestler has a knockout punch, but uh, accomplished amateur wrestlers know what they're doing on the ground, and some of them don't have to punch because of that. Harper, could and... you take Marco Stunt in a shoot fight? <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck no. <laughs> uh, let's keep going we gotta close out the show <laughs> i can't even know more with this after i saw the the video with the marco stunt and the dildo at the wrestling event i'm 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 done with that that type of stuff anyway okay so here's the thing uh there's a bunch of shenanigans at the end of this thing dr death is about the oklahoma stampede gordy but the, the Freebirds are out there, and Garvin pulls Dr. Death's leg. Good heel work. Dr. Death then goes for the slam, but they roll over, and Gordy's on top of of Dr. Death, and he pins Dr. Death. Cornette and the Midnight then hit the ring. Can you roll it back 10 seconds real quick? Sure. Maybe give me 20 now. That punch, the right hand, the, the camera work is great. It proves you don't have to do... Hurricane earthquake shaking of this. Watch the camera work on this right hand. It makes it look great. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got two. You know, if guys, here's right the there. thing: if guys know how to work and, and you just do it simple, you don't have to shake the camera around to hide the fact that all these motherfuckers don't know how to work. Make it look real. Doc, while I'm going over the finish, look up Gordy and Doctor Death's age ages right here. For me. I think Gordy's probably about uh, I'm going to guess but I am looking it up I'm going to say Gordy's about 28 I think you gave it a show or two ago Um, Look at that clothesline uh, I'm, I'm sorry guys uh, We're just in awe at these two who aren't Flipping and diving and just uh, firing up And doing what they're supposed to do So anyway, Dude, Gordy's uh, Gordy, fighting Yeah big motherfuckers fighting You know what that's a heavyweight match That's what That's what's at the top of the card So At the finish of this thing uh, like I said, Gordy ends up pinning Dr. Death. 
Uh, there's shenanigans at the end, though, uh, with everything. The Freebirds and Midnight are end up out there brawling. Then the Dynamic Dudes and the New Zealand Militia hit the ring. Then the Enhancement Talent hit the ring. Here comes a trip, if you're watching the video version, where Garvin trips uh, Dr. Death and Gordy's pinning, and then Nick Patrick counts the pin. And then you see all the talent run out. Jim Ross is selling the two-ring match at the, at the next um, bash that we're going to see. Uh, it's a chaotic situation. They go to commercial, and then when they come back from commercial, Dr. Death and Gordy are still brawling, so nothing's been calmed down. Look at Corny being thrown in the ring. Mm. And we, we the thing is, the funny part about this is we go off air with this, the brawling still going on. So nothing's settled. I mean, Gordy, put it this way, Dr. Death took a pin, but it was no skin off his back because the heels had to cheat. So I thought... Overall, they had a long match. Gordy does get the win, but, you know, the, the heels cheated. So I don't think they lose. I don't think he loses anything by losing there. And that's what I had. Uh, it's a chaotic situation. Doc, what do yeah. you have? Anything else? So Gordy, Gordy's 28. Okay. I thought so. You, Dr. I think Death you said is, that. Dr. Death is 29. 28 and 29. So you've got two athletes really in their prime right there. The other thing is on Steve Williams' Wikipedia page, it says he was unpinned in North America for a decade from 87 to 97. You see? He didn't, he, he, he didn't just lose. Well, we, we, we just saw just, that wasn't true. But, we just I mean. saw. The crowd is into this, although yeah. you know this is the, the lazy schmoz ending of how many Raws and Nitros and everything else. Are right. I can already yeah. tell you, this two-ring battle royal bullshit's going to be a... Wah, wah. Well, the, the, the pay-per-view's good, though, so I wouldn't... Um, well, that match, I mean. The Great American Bash, so it's good, so... Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about two-ring yeah, battle royal. Ah, uh, that two-ring stuff, that's cool when you're it's young. It's just and too much, older. right. Yeah. It sounds... it's, Dude, sounds a lot better in theory than it is in practice. Yes, yeah. Um, Why are the of, dudes out there? I don't know. This is shouldn't they be back in the locker room on the half pipe, just fucking <laughs> doing some Tony Hawk shit? <laughs> Bones but, Brigade, um, dude. Bones Brigade. I remember that. That's, yeah. That's how the show goes off air with uh, everybody out there brawling. So uh, we got to rate this thing and give out our Rolex before we do so. I want to remind you, we are not far away from Thanksgiving and the holiday season kicking off. Oh, you know, oh, oh is, motherfucker. That's right. So make sure you are using the uh, BTT Amazon Associates link. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Give the link to the wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you put it in or that's, have put that's in. That's nice. Uh, put it in. Give, put give, it in. Give that link to them and um, tell them to use it every time they uh, use Amazon. The side pieces, whatever. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Uh, do like our friend JBL Objective on Twitter said a few months ago. Actually physically put that link into the browser and make sure they use it uh, when they use Amazon. tinyurl.com slash Amazon. I got Doc another hack. I got another hack on this. What you got? Well, act like you you're doing something for the family and get your 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 hoe or side piece or girlfriend or wife's password, and then go into their account and change their password. 
Oh, no. Yeah. And then when they try to order all, and I mean all the shit that they're ordering, because I don't know about y'all, but I, I get a package. I back to a package a day. Easy here. <laughs> they'll be That's ordering, nice. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be ordering some shit and they can't get in. And they'll be like, do you know what happened to my path where? And you can is a truly the, a um, a suburban white woman shopper. Well, I live <laughs> in the suburbs. She's a white woman and she shops. So I don't know what you want. And so that way you can you can get involved hopefully and say, let me reset that pa-. instead of resetting the password. Let me just show you what you could do to help out the show. Because here's oh. the thing. Here's the thing. We're not asking for you. <laughs> I thought he was about to say, after you order, let me show you what you can do with this here. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> well, if, if this experience brings you and your girl together and it turns into some pounding, that's okay too. I'm just saying, we're not trying to take money out, out your kids' stocking for Christmas. So, this is a way that you could give to the show and do something productive with your life without having to give us anything and still give us something. Yeah. Amen. Tinyurl.com. Send Mike and send Mike all the things that you're buying so that he can read them on the air. Tinyurl.com slash BTT. I'm going to catch up for that one. (laughs) No, you won't. It's gotten to the point. This show has grown so much in the last five years, but really in the last year, we've really started to grow even more. And um, I just can't reply to everything. So, Oh, that's what happens. Oh, that's look what, at you, superstar. Superstar. That's what happens though when you're the hottest ad-free podcast in the world today. And they're gonna say, if you're so hot, how come you don't have any ads? Because we're independent by choice. Because we're trashy. That's that's another reason. Do you really want to sell a gold dip dong, Hopper? A, go- if it's a, a what? A gold dipped dong. Who sells that? Yeah. Or dong croutons. Use your brain. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what. Would you like to sell a gold tip flower? Oh no! no. You said dong. I know. I'm trying to. I know. I know what I said. I purposely said that. I I just want some free shit. You know, they're right. I hate the world's most hated hated jeweler. I ain't trying to refi my mortgage. (laughs) I ain't gonna get on. I'm not getting on a meal plan. You notice Diamond Dallas pulled out all that shit. You, you ever you ever wonder what's happening in the boardrooms when they're like, at first they're excited about we're we're advertising on all these podcasts, and then six weeks later they realize they ain't made no sales based on this shit. Yeah, everybody hits fast forward. You know what's funny, um, Doc is, is and I don't want to say what this company is, but I've heard recently on a, a very popular podcast the the train um thing is back where yeah you gotta look both ways man (laughs) yeah you gotta look both ways (laughs) i don't even it's like the national something commission and be careful when crossing train tracks it's that's that's starting to run on pods again it's i don't that's like gotta be some government thing where they just gotta spend the money before the year's up (laughs) it's gotta be what it is 
fucking Drake and Drive and yeah, it I but look out for trains. I never got how in the fuck you get hit by, by a fucking train. <laughs> it's hey because it takes them a mile to stop. <laughs> God, bro, I, I never got that, bro. Where in the fuck you gotta go that you gonna risk death? Here's the other thing, and I hate to give away everybody's big secret, but if you're going to have ads on podcast, you better take away my ability to, to fast forward in 30 seconds. Oh, my God. I'm like 10. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. <laughs> Fuck this. No talking about this. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. I hate to ruin everybody's business model, but come mm-hmm. on. So we're not here to insult your intelligence. Well, we are, but in different ways. So, with all that said, use the Amazon link because there's no ads. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon. But if you really want to help the show and get more of us, that's ad-free. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT to get all of our Patreon episodes, 200 plus. We've got a lot of satisfied customers out there, and I'll leave it at that. Um, what were you about to say, Harper? I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't know. I forgot. All right, uh, so we need to rate this thing. Doc, you first. What are you rating this one? These are so hard to rate because there's yeah. some really cool stuff, and then there's some really shitty stuff. And I think it's going to be easier when it's all shitty and it actually makes us laugh because there's n- not much good going on. The problem now is you can see the cratering starting to happen, and it's frustrating because Gordy and Williams and Funk and Hart and Muda and the Freebirds and, and just – there's potential and it's being squandered by ding dongs and Norman and bullshit and skateboards and, and skateboards and, and college tree bushwhackers. Right. And the it, dudes, and, the and, dudes and, piss and me let off. me tell you something. We don't call them bushwhackers around here where we come from. They're sheep herders. Yeah. But, but anyway, I'm going to say, B plus. Harper, what you gonna give it? I gave it a B plus. Uh, I have this written down, so I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna give it an A minus. I really liked Gordy and Doctor Death. There's there's some good stuff on this and Luger and the Raw Warriors. Hey hey, you're right. I'm gonna change mine, and you know I don't change mine very hey, often. I'm, that's bullshit. No, 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 no. Here, he just said something that made me change my mind. I'm gonna give it an A minus because, as bad as some of that shit was, we saw Gordy and Steve Williams get it on on free TV, and that's that's something we used to not see on Saturday nights. Right. It's so just I'm gonna say A minus. You got Funk. You got the Steiner brothers kicking some ass. You got the Road Warriors. Varsity Club look good. Yeah, Varsity Club looked good. Luger had a good promo. You know, I'm scrolling here on the bottom. The Midnight. Um, the Midnight. midnight. Uh, yeah. Gordian Williams. And then I'm gonna say a minus. You got like a you got a you got a a crap sandwich with Norman the Lunatic. No, but I'd, buy, but I'd buy a ticket to watch Gordian Williams wrestle. Come on, at 28, 29 years old. But let me say one more thing. As much as the Ding Dongs and Norman the Lunatic piss me off. I can't tell you how tired I am of the dynamic dudes right now. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. It is horrendous. And to say Shane Douglas, cut the 
<laughs> music. Cut the to say that's music. To say that's the same dude. I'm like, the yeah, dynamic no. dudes are just God. They and he's suck. smiling, and he like he, he looks like he's really happy to be there. They suck so bad. He's but anyway, did I tell you about the time I got the Uber for, for that black chick? Oh well, no, do tell. Yeah, well, please, I let's hear about this. <laughs> Here it comes, <laughs> Yahtzee! My car—it was in a shop, and we we're doing commentary. And I got a fucking Uber home, and she goes, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm doing commentary for wrestling." She's like, "Oh, I used to love wrestling when I was a kid. You—you you know who my favorite guys were? I was like, who? Those guys in WCW with the skateboards with the blonde hair—they were." Hot. I was like, what? are you fucking kidding me? Out of all the shit you saw, like that was the thing. She's like, yeah, dude, those two white boys were fine. Why are like, we just now hearing about this? I don't know. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, this is what you said. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, really? Son of a bitch! I, I ain't got no comment on that. <sighs> A black chick said this? Yeah. She said there were those uh, two fine blonde uh, blonde white kids. Now, white you kids. know, one time, you know, my wife watches Total Divas, so she sees the Johnny Ace on there and the Total Bella show. Uh-huh. And I had to show her Johnny Ace one time when he was managing the, the sheep herders, and I showed her what he looked like at the dynamic dudes. And she swore I was lying. She's like, that's not the same person. My kid did that when I showed him Steve Austin with hair. Yeah. Now he's eight. What's your wife's excuse? Wrestling's stupid. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Why do you still stupid. watch that shit? Yeah. I mean, come on. I, Dude, she is I, amazed. When I married that, you, the, you said this, you were going to give this shit up. Yeah. You met thousands at work. And then all of a sudden this podcast was some shit. She is amazing. You know they stomp. Are... You know they 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 stomp with a punch, right? Yes, yeah, right? I've heard that one. Forty five yeah. years now, I've heard that. <laughs> she is amazed that anyone enjoys listening to us three knuckleheads talk about thirty year old wrestling. She's just mad because nobody wants to hear her talk about a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know nice. What? And you know what? You could copy and paste that same scenario over to my house. <laughs> All right, we got to uh, we got to give out Rolex. Um, I've got a lot of contenders here, and I want to go with Gordy and Doctor Death, but but I I got to go with Funk because I love the line about cheap cologne and um and hairspray. So I'm going with Funk. Who are you giving yours to, Doc? I I thought about this match. And I thought about Luke. I even thought about Luger actually. Um, but in the end. You know, as things get good and then bad, the choices do become fewer and fewer. I am going to go with Funk on this one. Hopper, who are you giving yours to? It's Terry. Terry Funk. So, clean sweep on the Rolexes for Terry Funk. Uh, Remember, Ric Flair, as I recap this episode. Two weeks out. Yeah, we are two weeks out from a from a quote-unquote announcement from Ric Flair. So there's that. Two weeks out, we will hear what Ric Flair is going to do. And then on that note, I want to uh, thank you all for listening. I want to uh, shout out 
Uh, our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Check them out. They support us, so please support them and give them a listen. Also, check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show, but they also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin on their free feed. So check them out as well. And I'm trying to think if we have got anything else. We went long this week, fellas. But, uh, yeah, we did. Um, I'm trying to th- think we're back to maybe a short episode next week. I'm not sure, but whatever. Um, Harper's got to watch his Dodgers. I'm sure the game has started by now. But, uh, Doc, what else do you have before we get out of here? I'm all kinds of blowing up, man. I'm, I'm about to pass <laughs> out, so we better get on out of here. That sounds like a plan to me, brother. Uh, Harper, anything from you? Nah. All right, well, Harper, well, Harper, do us all a favor. Hit that world-famous tagline and take us home. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>